This is Laura looking for love, and this week I was receiving a lot of messages around the topic of disconnect. I'm sure all of you at one point in your lives have felt like the oddball, the misfit, the misunderstood, and there is nothing that gets us to a sense of loneliness more than feeling like the outsider. But the concept of being an outsider isn't a reality. It has more to do with the disconnectedness between you and others. And what causes this disconnectedness? It's the inability of others to see you beneath the surface. When you know your spirit, you know your heart, you know your creativity, and you know your potential, but you see that others do not, it can be very invalidating. Because we have such a strong need as humans to be seen, we value community and desire inclusion in it. So in those moments of invalidation, when you aren't seen for who you know yourself to be, a very common reaction is to choose resistance and to focus on the other. What we see happen most of the time is people fight the judgment. They concentrate all their effort on proving themselves to those who don't get them. They debate, they argue, they attack. And if that doesn't work and they continue to feel judged, they join others who also feel judged. They form groups and gangs all to feel better about themselves and to prove to others that they are strong and worthy. And sometimes we even look to prevent judgment and invalidation by curating who we are, both in person and on social media, so that people can judge us in the way that we want them to judge us. But what we often don't realize is that we have a choice the second someone tells you that they know who you are better than you do. In these moments, you can either allow the judgment to pull you away from yourself and distract you into a power struggle, or you can remain standing inside the core of who you are, unwavering, undistracted, and undeterred. So I'm going to share a story about my dear friend and the path he decided to take. This friend grew up in a very rough neighborhood with a high concentration of gangs. When he was young, he dealt with some bullying, a lot of labeling, which led him to feel hurt and anger. And at this point of hurt and anger, he was still a child, age 10, when he found support within the culture of gangs. He became part of a crew, in training to eventually be initiated into a full-fledged gang, except suddenly, the universe sent him a life raft. It didn't seem like a life raft at the time because it was packaged in tragedy, but this tragedy uprooted his family far away from his neighborhood. But while he was away, he was again challenged with judgment, and he had to navigate how to prove himself so he would no longer be a target. And again, he found support in a gang-like community. And by the time he was a teenager and at a crossroads, he had a dream. He saw an image of a girl he had never met. And while many people may have just brushed off this dream as a non-reality, he had the intuitive understanding that there was truth in his vision. He never doubted that it was real, and he knew he would meet this girl one day. And just that one mere fact that there was something for him in his future kept him connected to his core, his spirit, and made him fight for his life. He chose not to join his friends in the gang life, where eventually some had died, and he eventually moved back to the same community he had left. And 15 years after he had that dream, our paths collided. And he eventually told me, I knew I would meet you. And what developed in the space between us was a deeper understanding of love. Not a love that was codependent or expectation-based, but an unconditional love, 
not confined to labels. The labels we use to describe romantic love or family love or friend love. It was just love. Now this may seem all very woo-woo and idealistic, but it wasn't immediate and happy I love yous and your awesomes. When I first met him, I couldn't stand him. To be quite honest, I thought he was a dick. Not someone I would ever think to hang out with. But that wasn't him. It was a layers of toughness and male pride he built around himself to protect him in an environment that would rip him to shreds otherwise. But as his armored defenses came down and he no longer reacted to my resistance in a way that was about him, I began to see his spirit and I realized it was really bright. But it took a while because he was used to hiding behind the layers. And little by little, and layer by layer, he started to show himself to me. Until one day, he had no armor at all, because his fear was gone. And in this moment, he no longer was trying to show me who he was. He no longer was trying to convince me of his importance. His need to be seen completely disappeared. He simply remained standing, strong in his core, in a space of unconditional love, unwavering, undistracted, and undeterred. And in that space, I finally saw him and recognized who he was. So remember, there will always be those who will never see who you are because they are operating with blinders. However, if you don't get distracted by those who cannot see and stay focused on shining your light, then eventually, those who are able to see it will. Allow for yourself to stand in your truth and in your love and even if it takes 15 years, always remain faithful to your dreams.